Today on the show, to kick off October, we discuss the Rob Zombie Halloween remake. Hello and welcome to the Making Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sheets, and I hope you enjoyed that reworking of our intro music. That was done by my very best friend, Mr. Connor Edvardi. Thank you, Connor, so much. You rock. And now I am joined once again by Mr. Jeff Rhodes. Guten Tag, Frau Lines. You know, I couldn't, you cut out there and I couldn't hear what you said, but I'm going to assume that you said something good. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to you need to get your Wi-Fi in check, man. I, I'm like my Wi-Fi your, is fine. I'm watching your like call connection. It just keeps on dropping. It's great. Okay. Well, like I said in the uh, in the opener, we're going to be talking about the Rob Zombie remake of Halloween. <laughs> Jeff, are you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. You sound ready. You sound so ready. Okay, oh. so let so let's ready. get in. Let's let's get into this. If if you're one of the few who don't know, in 2007, Rob Zombie did a remake of the 1978 classic horror movie Halloween. And also, I should mention before we get into this that we are doing all throughout October. We are only talking about the Halloween movies. So, uh. We are doing the remake this week, uh, H2O, and Resurrection Ooh. next week. Oh, then God. We are going oh, to be... God. <laughs> oh. No, let's just, let's just skip Resurrection. <laughs> then we are going to be talking about the 1978 classic, and then we are going to be wrapping it up with the uh, with our thoughts on the, on the uh, sequel, the reboot, uh, coming out on the 19th. So um, I'm excited lots for that of fun one. stuff. I am very excited for that one. But this one I have very mixed feelings about. Um, Jeff, how do you feel about this movie? Uh, I feel some type of way. It's, it's, uh... God, why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, you're what? just going to say that every time now, just, just to piss me off. Uh, have I, oh, oh, yeah, I remember you do bring me up, bringing it up that I did. <laughs> I just say it a lot. <laughs> I say it in my everyday life. <laughs> You I've, say I it like feelings. every time. Because <laughs> this movie every... <laughs> I feel some type of way about. <laughs> if it's a movie that I like cold heartedly, like you're, we're, we're picking movies that I just I don't fully like and I don't fully hate. I just they're just in between movies. So they, okay, I have okay. mixed feelings. OK, OK, we can we can work with that. All right. Well, um, I, I'm actually in the same boat. I have mixed feelings about this, too. Um, I think that there are some. Very, very good things about this movie, and I think there are some mm-hmm. not so good things. So, why don't we start with the good things? Because I honestly think that there's more wrong with this movie than there is right. Uh, I, I don't think there's that many things wrong with it. It's just. I don't know. <laughs> it's so hard to put <laughs> into words. Uh, but I, yeah, I'll, yeah. Just, I'll start with positives. Uh, 
I like. You're probably gonna disagree with me on this because I know you're the type of person you are. But I like this <laughs> version. I like this version of Mike Myers. The like Hold not on. the movie as a whole, just that character uh, from his background. I thought the background story was uh, it, it it made him more human. Like it kind of gave him like reason, but then not again you reason. Know, Honestly, I don't disagree with you at all. I completely agree. Oh, I, so you're saying that you that, prefer that is, this, Michael? Like, you know, like, I I do. I like as a as a kid, I I prefer the original just because I do enjoy the uh, the at like the the family. You know, the 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 normal family that just has a kid that just snaps mm-hmm. one day and goes and kills his sister. But I I do think it's interesting, like tapping into like the the psyche behind Michael Myers and going yeah. into into that territory. I think that's cool, and I I agree with you. That's something that always bothered me when like, uh, like when I wa- grew up watching like H two O and everything like this, and I started watching the originals. I always had the I was bugged by the question like, why is because I believe everything happens has a reason behind it. So I was but I was mad. I was like, why is this little boy just killing people? And then we found out like, oh, he's killing his sister, right. and like they tried to give a reason behind it with the curse of Mike Myers with like him being a curse. I'm like that. It, yeah. The, the cult of thorn. Yeah. It was stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but as he grows older, like, and he puts like, he gets into Mike Myers form. The actor is just so freaking huge. Like I watched oh, yeah. it recently. I, when we said we were watching the, uh, the remake. I watched it last night and just kind of like, yeah. you know, refresh myself. And I just, I didn't, to know he was the boy had he's a he's a big boy yeah like at least I think six nine six ten Dude, i think it's funny hands. in the uh in the nostalgia critic review when they show uh michael myers he's like and then we cut to michael myers nine years later who has clearly been eating his <laughs> wheaties <laughs> yeah it was, like, I was just like, that's good what but yeah um i thought that uh Rob Zombie, uh, did he write the script too? I I would highly doubt it. Um, okay, I'm not actually I'm, sure. I don't have the page pulled up on on my computer, but uh, that's fine. But uh, if you want to look that up, yeah, I think uh, I think an, another really good um, aspect of this is there is so much of the original soundtrack in this oh, movie. Yeah, that yeah I was really, ready to say that it. Yeah, it really makes it feel like it's, you know, um, like uh, Halloween. And, you know, that's something that I think uh, in some of the sequels, it really started to, uh, you know, kind of go off the rails with the soundtrack. Because, you know, in the, in the first movie and in the second movie, the soundtrack was real simple. Um, mm-hmm. It was just John Carpenter on a piano using a bunch of, bunch of synth pads and, and stuff like that. God. And, you know. I'm sorry. I looked him up. What? I, sorry, I looked up the actor who played him. Sorry, I just interrupted you. Who was it? Uh, his name's Tyler Maine. Boy, is six eight and two hundred and ninety five yeah. pounds. Two ninety. Yeah, he's a big. He's a big Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I believe he's the biggest, uh, like the tallest person to ever play Michael Myers too. Oh, he has to. Um, but yeah, I I really love the inclusion of a lot of classical music cues from uh from the 1978 Halloween movie. It really, it really helped this feel like uh, Halloween. Um, 
And, you know, that was one of my problems with the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. And li- I've, I said in the, the past podcast, I actually really like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of my main problems with it is they only use the score on the, like, the original Nightmare on Elm Street theme um, on the on title the card. Yeah. And, yeah. And that, that kind of bummed me out. Like, I, I just, I guess I just expected a little bit more. Um, but that also might have had to do with the fact that this movie had so much of the original soundtrack in it. And, you know, I was hoping that they would continue on with that, but they didn't. But, you know, yeah. for this movie, it does work. Yeah, I mean, and it helps that, like, it's basically, other than them diving into Michael's background, it's basically the same movie. Laurie's babysitting yeah, kid, there's... and then Michael Myers attacks Lori while she's yeah, there's there's small differences. I mean, in yeah. this version, uh, <laughs> a lot Annie more boobies. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that's fact. But in this version, <laughs> Annie actually survives. Um, yeah, she doesn't survive into the the next movie, but you know, <laughs> w- you know, I I was tempted to, you know, make the subject of this week uh, Halloween, the remake Halloween, and H two, the sequel to this movie. And then I was like, you know what? See, and you know, that is the exact reason why I I spared you, because that is the only (laughs) Halloween movie that I actually shut off because I hated it so much. I've made it about two thirds through it, and I just can't. It's so like all of the complaints that people have with uh, this remake, the, Uh the sequel. I mean, amplify those tenfold. It's just not enjoyable whatsoever. Like. Oh my god, I just can't stand that movie. <laughs> it's it's so so bad, Jeff. Never watch it. It's so bad. Now I really like, I'm tempted I, to watch it now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead and watch it and then you'll come back like next week and you'll be like, "Fuck, okay, man. <laughs> I I see what you were saying. Now I'm going to tell people not to watch it cuz it's just so bad. Like ev- ev- every single character in that movie and and there's a lot of returning characters from uh, this really? movie. They're all annoying as fuck. I mean, they're they're all like way over the top, way like they're always screaming at something. I just oh uh, my god. They, well, they I already crazy. I already find some characters already annoying in this movie. So yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's Rob Zombie for you. I think that he kind of yeah, directed these people to be as this, over the top as possible. Yeah. I've heard I should be, I should watch Devil's Rejects, but I was told that this is his best movie that he's made. Is the Halloween remake? That's that's Rob Zombie. <laughs> so I don't know. This is the only Rob Zombie movie I've ever seen. I need to go see Devil's Rejects to like kind of get a reference. But uh, right, yeah. But back to positives. Uh, so we already said the score. Uh, I will say that. Anytime Michael Myers is on the screen doing Michael Myers things, it's I I would give this movie like it would be on my like top ten horror movies. The the remake would be I would put this remake in front of the original if it wasn't for my negatives. Which, which the, my negatives are very very yeah. bad. But when he's Michael, yeah. when Michael's doing Michael things, I loved it. I just God yeah. damn it. Yes, yeah. mother. He just he's so freaking big. Every time that there's a jump scare, he just busts through a wall. I was I would jump. I would like yeah. that was Yeah, the- I I think that 
yeah, I, I totally agree. Like the stuff that's good in here, if it weren't for the things like the, the things that I take a lot of problems with, I think that this would have been a really good movie. But there's just so much that is wrong. Like the yeah. stuff that's good is so good and really, really good. And it's just it just falls short. Um, yep. It so I guess so short. <laughs> uh, I guess let's just get into negatives because we know we know they're coming. And I I want to start off with my biggest negative. Okay, um, go ahead. And this was something that uh, I believe Rob Zombie insisted they keep in the movie. And this is where the movie completely lost me. Like I was I was shaky up until this point, but when this specific thing happened, the movie just completely lost me. And it was it was really Really annoying. I, I don't know why it, it bugs me so much, but basically when uh, Michael's in uh, Smith's Grove Sanitarium, he uh -huh. is uh, well taken care of by a character played by Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah. And and you can you can tell that Danny Trejo is like, you know, cares for Michael and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one, like wants the best for Michael and, and you know, he ends up killing him when he escapes and he kills him in like the most over the top way. And, you know, to me, it, it seemed like, and I think, I think this is why I take problem with this to me. It mm -hmm. seemed like, uh, Michael was not aggressive towards people that, uh, showed compassion or kindness to him because, you know, he wasn't, you know, uh, all, I'm going to kill you to his mom. Mm -hmm. um, he wasn't that way towards Dr. Loomis. Uh, mm -hmm. He wasn't for a while that way towards Danny Trejo. And then, you know, if you're going to establish a character like that, you know, yeah. and then you completely go against that, it, yeah. it just felt wrong. And to make it worse, Danny Trejo was even, like, saying as he's drowning him, like, I was good to you, Mikey. I was oh, yeah, good to yeah. you. And, I, like, you know... And then he pulls him out and just drops him on the ground. And I'm like, okay, if that was just like a, a show of power towards Danny Trejo's character, just just so like Danny Trejo can help him escape. I'm like, okay, you know, that works. I'm fine with that. But then, no, Michael just like grabs a TV and drops it on his fucking head. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Like yeah, that, I, that, that is when the movie really lost me. Yeah, I can. I agree with that completely. And like and it kind of jumps back. So he goes from like, like he does people who doesn't mess with him, he doesn't mess with, and then right. like, and then you have Danny Trejo who never like who never touched him or anything like like that, and he kills him. So yeah. he goes back, and then he goes back to the like at the like the like part of the climaxes when he finally gets uh Laura Lori and like yeah the house. he doesn't kill her and he shows her the picture, takes his like, mask off, and he's like oh I'm back to just being this little boy again, and then yeah. I understand that see that moment. That's what I'm saying. When like when Mike's doing Mike things, he's so good. It was such a good moment. He was like, "Okay, I like like you're my like my last living relative. She doesn't understand him, so he tries to kill him, and he's like, okay, then, bitch, I'm gonna kill you.' Yeah, because you tried to kill me. That yeah. makes perfect sense to me. And I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because like they establish it so well in the beginning and the ending, and I kind of just forget yeah. that just to have kills, like just to have yeah. like nice and you know solid kills. And it, it just didn't sit right with me because they did such a good job humanizing Michael Myers at the beginning. 
And then it was like they tossed it out the window for five minutes, and I'm like, that goes against what you were just establishing. <laughs> I I don't I don't know if you if you laugh, but I laughs when I saw like the bully in the beginning of the movie was Junie from Spy Kids. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I he lost just it. gets he gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And that's another and, but, thing of I have ahead. a negative. Uh, it's. It's also the negative that I have with 13 Reasons Why. Like, you know, like, it's that the situations are, I don't know if, I don't know why I said 13 Reasons Why, I just compared it, but anyways, the situations in this movie are so extreme. From the very oh, yeah. start of this movie, to her, her, like, his stepdad just talking to his, like, his mom like that, like, it was yeah. the most, it's like stereotypical white trash on steroids. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, and, you they, know, you could have gone in, in so many different directions with that idea of, like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, Michael Myers' childhood was, was abusive. Let's see how. And then they just jump straight to, like, the stereotypical white trash abusing. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and everything, kid, like, everything went wrong in this kid. Like, anything that would go wrong could go wrong in this kid's life. Oh, yeah. And so I was just, like, when, like, you know, you're when you first starts to like go to his stepdad. Here's supposed. I'm like, oh, like do it, do it, kill your sister. Kill. Yeah. I was actually rooting to him, for him to kill his mom. I was like, you know what? <laughs> your mom let that guy in the house kill her too. Right. Just, the baby was just there. <laughs> I don't know. Kill that baby. Who cares? <laughs> just kill them all. It's fine. I was really. Yeah. Rooting. I mean. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it was so over the top. And, you know, yeah. you think that once uh, it goes to Smith's Grove that, like, the over-the-top antics of, of all that shit is over. And then they introduce you to, to Lori, like, over halfway through the movie. And she's oh doing the—, the she She takes the, the bagel, and then she starts, like, fingering who, the bagel and shit. Who does that to their mother? <laughs> and I'm like, and her mom is like laughing at it. I'm like, who? Have you ever seen a normal family? Like, <laughs> yeah. And the dialogue like, between, uh, yeah, and the dialogue between her friends. Okay, I, I was in high school. Granted, I went to a small Christian school, but that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think normal teenage girls go around like pretending to be assaulted and moaning about it. That's what I yeah, got. She it was, was like, very you weird. need a boyfriend. You need to get, like, laid. Ah, 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 fuck me, Manny. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, who does this? And, oh, and the fact that, I don't know, chalk it down to growing up in a small town in the Midwest. If you see a stranger on the corner staring at you, you're three girls in the Midwest. You don't antagonize yeah. them. I was like, you're yeah. an idiot. Like my dad's the the, the sheriff. The hell, I don't know. I was just like, I don't care if your dad's yeah. it's freaking Donald Trump. <laughs> he, like you don't talk to a stranger. Like that. Yeah, um, white people, man. I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> it just so wasn't funny. realistic. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Like, but we tried, you know, and that's being realistic, and it, and then and then it. The dialogue is so unrealistic, and it just took me out of the movie so many times. Well, one thing that one positive I forgot to mention is that um, I believe her name is Danielle Harris. Uh, she um, played Jamie, uh, Jamie uh, Lloyd, yeah. in 
Halloween 4 and 5, and then she grew up, and now she is uh, playing Annie in this, and um, I, I don't know. I thought that was cool. That was a nice little oh. nod to some of the better Halloween movies. I mean, I don't think Halloween 5 is any great, but I do really <laughs> enjoy Halloween 4. I do, um, too. Uh, did you, also, a fun fact about this movie, which also made me laugh, uh, the kid who played Little Michael uh, mm-hmm. pl- was also the kid, a kid in Hancock named Michelle because he was supposed to be French. Oh, is and, that the kid that he punches into the sky? And he calls him an asshole. He <laughs> punches him in the and and the, his dad at one point, he was like, oh, you're a faggot. We should call you Michelle. I just started laughing my ass off. I was like, huh. I wonder if that was on purpose or not. I just made me think I yeah. didn't talk, and I was just like, oh, it might have been. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they uh, small. This, this is small things in life. They, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I thought Daniel or uh, yeah Daniel Harris being in this was pretty cool, and you see a lot of Daniel Harris in this movie. <laughs> let me tell you, um, it was weird. <laughs> it was. It was. It, yeah, it's, it's weird. I th- I think f- when it comes to these horror remakes, uh, this probably comes in second for the amount of nudity uh, in it, only surpassed by the remake of Friday the Thirteenth, because <laughs> yeah. there's one scene in there's one scene in Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> that is straight up porn. I mean, I there's I, no I getting around it. That I haven't is just seen porn. it recently. All I when I only thing I remember from that movie is the boobs, the machete in the head, lift up boobs. Dropping the back of the oh, what I'm what I'm talking about is like in the bedroom in the cabin when the dude is recording what is happening and streaming it to his TV that is right next to him. So he's like, "Oh yeah, I can see you on the TV," and I'm like, "Dude, she's right there." Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why do you need the camera? Just move the camera and look. Look, boobs. They're right. There. <laughs> it's not that fucking hard. Uh, um, people <laughs> getting very getting very sidetracked. Oh yeah, here. very sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's that's something that I have major issue with. Uh, you know, when we're talking about everything being extreme, to you know the extreme amount of boobs and the very violent kills. Uh, when you compare it to the original, man, you know the original is very subtle in its execution, oh, yeah. and that's what I love about it. Um, you know, s- subtly seeing Michael in the background or, um, mm-hmm. you know, when, you know, Lori's s- standing in front of that open doorway and-, and Michael just slowly, you know, comes out from the shadows, you know, stuff like that is so lacking here. Um, it's just I- the whole movie is just so beyond over the top. And it just it drives me insane because, See, I, you know, you I- have the potential to to make a a remake that can do all of the things that the 1978 film couldn't do and you blew it i i agree and also disagree cuz i like you said like everything's over the top even like some of the camera move but i actually enjoy the cinematography in this movie even though some like you said the original was more subtle and more kind of basic and like it's scaring more uh, textbook. Well, if we're talking about cinematography, like I think the the color palette is something that excels here. Yeah. Um, they They're did a really good job making it look like fall, even though this was filmed in California. Um, That's just like, Hollywood. 
I, I, and that w- again, that was something that I had said about Halloween three season of the witch was, you know, yeah. it took, it literally took place in California. So it didn't really feel like Halloween. This still takes place in Haddonfield and they made it look like Illinois. And I dug that. Yeah. But, uh, I think they use their sh- the shadows in this movie v- extremely well. Um, like him coming out of the shot. Like there's one scene where I think Laurie finds, uh, the Harris girl <laughs> boobs out and bloody. Uh, oh, are you talking about where Michael's like behind the door? Yeah, the that shadows? was so dope. That was yeah. I yeah. There wasn't I that many that. jump scares or like like po- him popping out like or like assessing right. like popping out. Music starts. It was just like him just kind of like leisurely strolling out of the shadows a lot during this movie. Yeah, and I think it's just it was fantastic. The jump scares that they did have. Most of them were bad. <laughs> I only remember um, jump because I thing... watched half of it in my car on my Go phone. Ahead. Yeah, with like surround sound. There was the one where he busted through the wall, where like she escaped. Lori escapes, tries to get through that chain link fence, and uh, right. he just busted through that wall. That got me. And then the the you think it's over? You're there in Loomis's car. And she's, oh yeah, it was it was framed so clearly it was gonna happen. It just still got <sighs> right. Me. He was just like, is that the man? <laughs> I love how uh, in the process, and th- this is something Nostalgia Critic pointed out too, which is just fucking hilarious. Uh, as uh, Michael is pulling Laurie out of the car through the window, she- <laughs> Michael just literally, or not Michael, Loomis is like look, just looking, doing absolutely nothing. And it's just like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Like, this is the way he says it. He's like, oh, my God, it's still going. Like, he's just he's not doing a thing about it. (laughs) Yeah, he's just, like, looking. What the hell? (laughs) It's it's great. I have a question for you, though, Jeff. I have a question for you. Have you seen the alternate ending? Because it is so much better than the theatrical ending. So in the in the alternate ending, it actually it actually goes back on the whole idea that Michael is good to people that are good to him. And I I wish that they had kept this ending. I think it's a much better ending. Basically what happens is after Michael pulls Lori out of the car and brings her back into the Myers house, um, Loomis approaches the door like like he he does in the theatrical version but in this version when they're uh like when uh loomis is trying to reason with michael the police show up and completely surround the house and loomis says let me talk to him i can talk to him and loomis goes and and continues to talk to michael and eventually convinces michael to actually let laurie go instead of just killing loomis and then loomis and laurie uh, start walking out, and then the police just open fire on Michael and kill him. And I think that is such a, a more powerful ending than the one that we actually got because it's like, you know, it goes back to that idea that Michael is good to people that are good to him, which they had established 
and I wish that they had continued through with that. And then it's like, yeah, he's good to them and, and didn't end up killing them, but he still killed a bunch of people that day, oh, yeah. so the cops put him down. Like, I... I I don't know. To me, that that was such a, a more powerful ending. And I, when I first watched it, I was just like screaming at my phone, like, "Why is this not in the movie?" Oh yeah, that I feel like that would have been a way, 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 way better ending than the one that we got. Oh yeah, I actually think that if they had put that ending in the movie instead of this like mm. extra fifteen minutes of Michael just leisurely walking around a house while Lori hides <laughs> in the like in the the ceiling um yeah. you know i i think if they had done that ending it might have actually redeemed this movie for me because it would have brought that character arc full circle like mm-hmm. you know oh, one sure. day you know it while michael's in the the sanitarium these creepy dudes are banging some inmate and michael's not having any of it that was so weird and then you know, he he goes on his murderous rampage, and then at the end, Loomis is lo- convinces him, and he's like, "Shit, I've been a piece of shit." And then you know he gets he answers for his crimes. Basically, I just I per- I personally think that that's a much better ending, and I want to punch Rob Zombie in the balls for not going with it. Yeah, I definitely should. I definitely think that that's a more powerful ending, and that we the audience would have benefited more, and it definitely makes a lot more sense than the ending that we did get with the theatrical. Yeah. But, you know, it's too late yeah. now. And, you know, that's that's part of the... One of the things that just drives me absolutely crazy about the sequel to this movie is that they completely abandon um, any, any trace of, of Michael being good to people that are good to him. Which is so annoying. It's just to, blood porn. Because uh, it, it's so much worse than that. I, I guarantee you. <laughs> like, there's this one, there's this one scene where uh, Michael comes across these three rednecks, um, and the two guys uh, like get out and just start beating the fuck out of him, and the the woman that's with them pulls uh, pulls the two guys off, and she's like, "Enough, enough! You're gonna kill him." And she, like, apologizes to Michael, like, a thousand times. And then, of course, Michael gets up and kills everyone. And the the girl's, like, I think the girl's the last one. And he just fucking kills her, too. And I'm, like, that's just not even, that's just not even right. Yeah. But um, if you think the characters, actually, you know what, Jeff? I'm actually going to suggest that you watch the sequel. Because if you watch the sequel and then watch the the remake again you will have so much more appreciation for the for the remake because of how god freaking awful the sequel <laughs> is because i'm i'm not even kidding you jeff the the like if you think the characters are annoying in this one my god are they fucking annoying in the next one and not only that they are all shitty shitty people loomis is a terrible person in in the the sequel, Lori is a, a terrible, terrible person. person. What? They made Loomis a terrible person. How? Loomis, yeah, he's a, he's a terrible, terrible person. Um, Just how? Because basically. Uh, he wrote a book about all of this and is just exploiting uh, all of the deaths 
that happened. Um, and and like he he's a like a best selling author in in the sequel, um, which actually there is there's one good thing about the sequel. Uh, Doctor Loomis goes on a fake talk show hosted by Chris Hardwick featuring Weird Al Yankovic. Best part of the movie. <laughs> Best part of the movie, hands down. That is the only part I actually enjoyed. But, That's so um, random. Chris Hardwick? Oh, I know. I know. I was like, this is great. I could get behind this. But the rest, no, it's terrible. And, like, uh, there are these two cops. This is the weirdest part of the whole fucking movie. One of the weirdest parts. There's a lot of fucking weird parts. This part just creeped me out. It was so disturbing and this is the one time where there was like excessive gore that I was like, yeah, that's that's necessary. Um, <laughs> these these two guys are uh, transporting. Um, I think her name was Linda, uh, the girl like w- their friend that died. Um, yeah. In in the first movie, uh, the I don't remember exactly what her name is. Like sex in Michael's house. Wherever she had sex but she she died completely naked um (laughs) yeah i know you're talking about yeah and uh they're transporting her body uh and this this one of the two dudes that's driving the the truck is talking about how he's never thought about fucking a dead body until just then i'm like what in the fuck are you talking about? And the the dude that he's driving with is like, what in the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, okay, this dude is the voice of reason. (laughs) And then, like, two minutes later, that guy that was like, what the fuck, is like, she did look pretty good, didn't she? And I'm like, what the fuck? What? But then, here's what happens. Uh, they're, They're cracking jokes and shit. And then all of a sudden, one of them screams cow. And he's like, what? And the guy's like, cow! And then he looks in front of him. And they just fucking plow into this goddamn cow. I mean, I swear, this cow fucking explodes. <laughs> and the the dude that was driving, his jaw is, like, completely detached. And he's fucking dead. But then they linger on this shot of, uh, of the real creepy dude that, that initiated this conversation. And he's just like... It's like a solid minute and a half of him just going. Like, I'm like, could this dude just fucking die, please? Like, Michael, I know you're in the back. Just. You know, I. I, I, At first, I I wanted to watch watch it. Now it's so bad. No, it's so bad, Jeff. It's I mean, it, it blows my mind that they went from. Uh, you know the this movie, which is a mixed bag. There's some good things. There's some bad yeah. things, but there is enjoyment to be found in it. And H two. Well, you know what? I guess this did turn into the making horror podcast talking about Halloween remake and H two. Way to go! I got I've, going. It's, <laughs> like, I, it's all you because I've never seen it. So <laughs> it's it's just. It's not even talking about it. It's just me saying, Jeff, don't watch it. It's so <laughs> bad. You don't want to put yourself through it. It's so, so bad. I, 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 I'll think and, about, you I'll know, pray about it. <laughs> like, I think the the most annoying part of the whole ordeal is, like, or the whole sequel is that Lori doesn't actually find out that she is 
Michael's sister until half or I think I think it's more than halfway through the movie. And when she does, she goes on like a freaking rampage about it. And I'm just like, nobody told you like, (laughs) seriously, you're living with the dude that knew and he never told you and it never slipped up with Loomis. Like, what the hell? Like, and, you know, the the other thing is, like, I feel like uh, Loomis would owe Lori some kind of explanation of why the hell this big burly man is stalking her and is so hell-bent on cradling her until she stabs him in the balls and then uh, he, he goes back on a murderous rampage. I just, these, these movies, man. These movies. Uh, you know, and I... I said I said last week that Michael Myers is my favorite. Actually, when it comes to the slasher movies, Halloween is my favorite. Michael Myers is my favorite. And, you know, where the second one is just absolute trash and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. The the first, you know, the remake it has some flaws. It has a lot of flaws, but it has some good things about it. And I think that if you haven't ever seen the uh, the remake, it's worth a watch if you really like the Halloween franchise. I think mm-hmm. if if you're looking for something to kind of get into the Halloween mood, mood this isn't a bad place to to start. I I would say. No, and if I feel like if you watch this remake before you actually watch the original, it makes more sense because you get a background. I feel like. You get a background of what Michael Myers is, but if you right. want to watch a better movie and and a whole, watch the original because the original, God, it's it's not hard to write a a horror movie. I mean, there's some cheesiness here, cheesiness there, <laughs> but when you take it I, to I what mean, Rob Zombie makes it, it's just. Ugh. Well, and you know, I I have to um I have to take a step back for a second and just I don't know if you know this, but uh before this movie was made, uh Rob Zombie went to John Carpenter and he wanted his blessing before he he did anything because he wanted to make sure that the uh the creator of the the first movie was on board with uh, with a remake. And John Carpenter told him, go for it, make it your own. He definitely made it his own. Um, I just think that there was probably about a thousand other people <laughs> that probably would have been better to make it their own. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't hate this movie. In fact... You know, there's a lot of there's quite a few Halloween movies that I would rank lower than this movie. Um, Resurrection, especially. Yes, Resurrection. Uh, <laughs> Halloween five and six would probably fall under this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, and and the sequel to this god that god awful abomination of film. I mean, people actually wasted time to make that movie. Why <laughs> did anyone approve that movie? Oh, so bad. Yeah, calm down, it's Ryan. It's just calm. so bad. 
I'm Tom I'm sorry, Jeff. That movie is just so terrible. I well, every I'll time go, I think about it, I'll go watch it and then I'll we report need to do it, back to you. We need to do a whole episode on it. It it has to happen. Like there's just no getting around that. It's not going to be until probably like the last week of October, or the first week of November, because we've already got the schedule laid out. But yeah, <laughs> I'm making it a point to talk about that movie because I. Well, actually, I don't know because I don't know if I want to finish it. <laughs> oh, so you know, oh, I forgot you never finished it, did you? Yeah, I haven't finished it. I know how it ends, um... but I I didn't want to put myself through that because it it basically just undoes everything of from the first movie, and it just sucks so hard. Yeah, I mean, I was, it's so doesn't he bad. talk at the end? Like Michael Myers says, like, says know. words to Loomis. From what I understand, um, I don't know actually. I oh, thought I heard, saw some there, clip to where he talks like to Loomis at the very end. There might be. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's some scenes in there that I could really talk about, in, in especially this one scene, including a strip club. I, I, <sighs> oh, I, oh, shut the fuck up, Jeff. <laughs> You're the worst. Okay, kidding. well, I think general consensus of of this movie is if you haven't seen it and you like the Halloween movies, give it a watch. Just give it a chance. It's not as bad as you probably think it is, but it's also not fantastic either. What I think there are some good elements it your, to it. On your on your slash thing. Oh. Uh, Was that I a four would, or a five? It's, it's out of five. I would probably give it three out of five slashes. Um, okay. What about you? I was I was gonna say three point five because I really like like the parts I like that were good. I really enjoyed, but the parts yeah, it came down to dialogue for me, and it just took me out of the movie. So, other yeah. than that, I would give it a solid four. Like this and the Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street remake are probably the better remakes I've seen of a classic horror movie. And yeah, it's yeah, just, and you know, ugh, I think I think that that. I think as these films age, they gain more respect um, because the knee-jerk reaction at the time for all of these uh, remakes of slasher movies was just like, you can't beat the original, no. Like, And, you know, while that's true for all except Friday the 13th, I think <laughs> uh, I, it, it's true. The f- <laughs> Another podcast. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that... You know, they gain more respect now that the general shock of it all is worn off. And people can watch them now and be like, they're not as offensive as, as we thought they were at the time. Oh, and oh, oh, this is still offensive. This Halloween is probably more <laughs> offensive now than it was back then. <laughs> I mean, Just, you, I was offended. I was offended by that black guy in the stall. That was so stereotypical black. I was like, Are oh, you kidding I'm sorry. Me? He's like, hey brother, what you, hey man, brother, what are you doing today, brother? Uh, I'm picking up that <laughs> deuce. I was like, no one talk. Come on, this is the '70s. Rob Zombie, you racist piece of crap. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh my god, I love you, Jeff. Hey brother, man, I'm taking a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, <laughs> where would this podcast oh, be so without you? He said something like, "I I had a I had a sub- supreme burrito talking to me. It's about to come out. So let me take, <laughs> my, take my deuce in peace." <laughs> they pulled out a knife. <laughs> are you Are you telling me, Jeff, that someone has never come knocking on the door and you haven't said that to them? And I responded, "Hey, brother." <laughs> no. <laughs> God, it was uh, that that part. You're right. Uh, you're right. People just go into your bathroom while you're taking a shower and knock down the curtain on accident. <laughs> I I hate you and Jorge so much for that. I forgot about that moment in my life. Oh. That was one of the funniest things that ever happened. I I hate you. And the person oh that you no, you to don't. Be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. That about wraps up this podcast. Um, shit, I forgot to shout out Connor at the beginning. I'll have to go back and record something really quick and put that in there. Whoops. All right, well, if you haven't seen this movie, go out and uh, go give it a watch. It's it's not terrible. It's it's not great. I've said that a couple times, but we're padding for time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, but like I said uh, earlier, our next our, our next few Making Horror podcasts are all going to be based off the Halloween movies with next week, uh, H2O and Halloween Resurrection. Insert moan from uh, Jeff here. There uh, it is. <laughs> that, was such, that was such a point. <laughs> <laughs> and then following that, we will be talking about the 1978 classic, my favorite slasher movie besides The Pumpkin Man, lol. Uh, <laughs> Halloween, God. and then we'll you be talking s- about. Ugh. Jeff, just just accept it. Just accept it. You are. And like then we will be talking about. <laughs> you are like. <laughs> Thank you. Like then we will be talking times. about the. Come back. <laughs> Jeff, I'm trying to to close the show. Damn you. <laughs> well, stop. Being you. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, and then we'll be talking about the uh, 2018 Halloween. So get ready for a month of just pure Halloween. And until next time, try not to get scared.